welcome to the Counterpress Podcast. I am your host, Kirk Kinsey, and with me tonight, after a bit of a layoff from the both of us, is Josh Cacho. Josh, how you doing? It's kind of a weird position to be in. We haven't felt this in quite a long time. <laughs> right? We literally LAFC... have not lost all year. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I honestly did not even sure the last the last time LAFC actually well, take it back. We had that the second second leg of the um of CCL. Yeah. yeah. Second but other than that, that's that's really it. And in MLS, the last time we lost was sometime last October or something like that. Yeah, during the regular season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So obviously, this is probably the first time that I saw that CCL lull. Yeah, if a bit you will. of a drag today. Yeah. yeah, and that and a little bit of that fatigue, um, which again, for them to have lasted this long is without having a drop-off in form is amazing in itself. And you were in it, you know, not while also not actually really playing that well. Yeah. You were in it until the you know, 82nd minute or whatever it was mm-hmm. when San Jose got their, that, the penalty. So am I, it's like one of those things where you'd like, obviously you don't, you you don't want to have to, you don't want to have to lose, but at the same time, it's also not, that all surprising given they're on the precipice of CCL and like, that's probably where their, their focus is at the moment. So for there to be some drop off over the next month or so of MLS games or two weeks, whatever it is going to be before the next, before the Leon, um, well, three weeks, right? Yeah. I mean, it's Uh, not, uh, I think June 1st is the away leg, right? And then June 4th is the return leg in LA. Yeah. So, yeah, approximately a month or so now um, between now and then. And then obviously you have some of these Open Cup things, which we don't expect, you know, any of the big hitters to play in any of those games. So, yeah, I mean, like I said, I think this is where they'll look to at least keep rhythm. <coughs> but at the same time, I don't necessarily see them pushing hard at this stage of this, at the, this stage of the season. Yeah, Either. I mean, I would, I would rather than bag every game in May if it meant that they were gonna like really be strong and solid for CCL. Mm-hmm. You could lose every single game in May for all I care. Go win CCL, and then we'll regroup in the summer in MLS. Yeah. So obviously, the big, the biggest question marks being like, what, especially from a health perspective, you're already missing. You're down two over four center backs at this point, and that um, is a problem. A big yeah. problem. And we'll get into that a little bit later in terms of what kind of things we saw today that yeah. could yeah. rear its ugly head, especially if one of the two... Well, we know Maria won't be available in the first, but mm-hmm. if also Chiellini is also not available um, heading into that first leg either. Again, we'll see what we'll see what happens there. But yeah, I mean, it's one of these situations where you just... This is where it's going to come down to a lot of good management between JT and and Trunello in terms of trying to figure out how to get through this little stretch. Then you got to survive the summer, and then you make your last push. Right? We, you know, yeah. we've always talked about how the MLS season is broken out into three phases, and even more so this year than others because of the presence of CCL. Right? Before it used to be like first season, summer season, playoff push. Now it's very much CCL, League's Cup, playoff push. 
Yeah. Right. It's, it's kind of how tournaments. How, yeah. Yeah. How these things are kind of broken down. And so, yeah, we'll see. We'll see how they manage it. But obviously, I think this the most important thing at this point is staying healthy and then staying in rhythm. Right. I mean, the one thing is that you don't want to sandbag it to the point where you you lose all your form. Um, but at the same time, you know, do it, do it in a smart manner. Yeah, continue yeah. some of the rotation, continue to make sure that guys aren't playing 90 minutes every week, you know, if they don't have to, and then kind of go from there. Yeah. So LAFC uh, playing in San Francisco in the 49ers stadium against San Jose, go down two to one. Again, the first loss, uh, certainly of the MLS season, lost a home leg to, I think that was, Alejuelense, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that they lost to. So technically not the very first loss of the year, but they won the tie. So um, kind of a brutal, kind of a brutal game today. They've rotated quite a, you know, they and I wouldn't say quite a bit, but they there's rotation there, right? Palencia starts, uh, Long and Maldonado start. Sifu is back in the lineup, which is something that isn't always the case. Um, he certainly started plenty of games for LAFC in the past, but San Jose, uh, they seem to love to play against LAFC at this point. I think there's a lot of, uh, a lot of pride there because a lot of these guys have been with San Jose for years. And so they were there for the five nil drubbing, right? They were there for, what was it? Three to one away when it looked like the 3252 was going to crash their their upper deck in the stadium, right? Um, so that like San Jose has suffered some bad losses to LAFC, and you can tell that it actually matters to them when they play LAFC at this point. Uh, and I think that intensity. I think Carlos talked about that intensity. Um, it it comes through on the field in the way that San Jose press. And I mean, I couldn't tell you how many loose balls were picked up in the midfield by San Jose midfielders rather than. LAFC midfielders, right? It was almost like every every loose ball in the midfield was going to go to San Jose and immediately back into the counter, into a counterattack. Um, and I think LAFC had a hard time fending them off. Part of that's personnel, part of that's the setup, part of that's them being tired. So lots of factors. Again, it's not the end of the world to lose this game today. But um, Josh, what would you say worries you most as we head into the stretch with CCL and more MLS play? I think it, it's it's health more than anything, right? Yeah. Because it, it 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 asks different questions of the depth that we have, right? Like I think I can we can objectively say that we have a deeper team than we've had in a long time, mm-hmm. right? With when when healthy, yeah, right. Um, Sebastian Abiaga is not our, you know, is not the next man up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So because, again, I think if when you when you're thinking about the, that LAFC depth, you know, and, and how we've considered it, especially in the in the CCL games where a team like Philly, who, you know, has a great, you know, can with their starting 11 can play to play you toe to toe. But it, once we get into those subs, they didn't have that impact sub to come in and, and, and yeah. change the game for them from an offensive perspective. Um, right. The, 
the Galaxy haven't had that impact sub to come off the bench to really make a difference. Uh, LAFC, over the course of the year, has had the privilege of bringing in, you know, when, or yeah, go, you can go back to last year, right? You take you take Carlos off and Gareth Bale came in, yeah. right? Um, yeah. Heading into this year, you take Tillman off and Sifu would come in. You take, um, you know, one of the, you, any of the starting, you know, starting front three off and you have Stipe, you have Bogus, you have um, Mahala, that rotation of three all fr- coming into that front line and providing quality minutes. So there is depth there, especially in specific positions, right? Like even that fullback, right? Palencia steps in as that third fullback and has started, you know, a third of the games, right? You have a nice little rotation there where everyone plays and stays healthy and stays on form. But now with the injuries, again, you have quality guys in those positions. It does limit what you're able to do to change, but I'm also concerned that the, like today, especially with that combination of Sifu and Tillman in the middle of the park, they don't, fit nearly as well as Tillman Acosta Ilya. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So then so then if you're playing a team, a quality team, or you're you know, you're playing a, a decent team like San Jose has been this year, and you come with less than an less than a A plus effort, you know, or not even A plus, you come with a subpar effort, they're gonna make you hurt. Yeah. Right. They're gonna yeah. they're gonna cause you problems. You know, this feels like August, September of last year, mm-hmm. right? That LAFC team where they, you know, they were getting through some of those those injury bugs and some of these things, you know, around somewhere around there, and you're just like, man, you know, is this? Do they do they have enough there? You know, are we are we starting to question some of the the pieces and the depth and whether it makes sense? And you know, I remember like Gareth Bale can come in and they haven't done they hadn't done anything since Gareth Bale got there, right? So yeah. it feels a little bit like that but we haven't even got to a summer window where they still have opportunities to make moves if they need to. Yeah, yeah. Right, and to, to strength, continue to strengthen the team. So you're only worried to a certain degree, and but if, if they're able to get healthy over the course of the next few weeks, then I think they're probably in good position, right? Yeah, I, I, would, I would agree that it's, it's mostly around health. I am worried about the midfield again because we always are, right? Because it seems like if Acosta and Ilya and Tillman are playing together, like you said, they're okay playing through Tillman. And that's oftentimes when we see kind of that double pivot role that we saw in CCL, right? Um, where Acosta, it's not like it, you're not switching to a true 4 2 three, one or 4 5 one or something like that. It's just Acosta spends a lot of time next to Ilya and they're happy to play through Tillman. But the thing about Tillman is Tillman keeps the ball moving, Right. If you play Tillman the ball, he's got his head up, he's in a good spot to attack from, and he's going to play make. If you play the ball to Sifu in that same spot, he's going to take too long on the ball, and he's going to dribble. And if the passing angle isn't there, he's going to dribble and dribble and dribble to create it. And most of the time, that doesn't come off. Um, and he's not he's just not a threat in front of goal either. Um, in a lot of ways... Uh, when he first showed up, and especially when he was informed, one of the things that you and I said a lot was, this is what we all thought Latif Blessing was going to be, right? This kind of like hard-nosed, 
ball winning midfielder who's good on the dribble and but can also score and can also create a little bit yeah and that never really happened that never all materialized at the same at the same time for latif i think the the frustrating thing is we've seen this from sifu we've seen an ability to do all these things and it's just not there right now whether that's yips or whether it's his head isn't in the game because he was linked with a bunch of premier league clubs and didn't get transferred and is now feeling trapped. I couldn't tell you, but I don't like, that's the thing that concerns me the most is we're back to this midfield where it's like you have three pieces that are solid and one that doesn't feel like it fits anymore. Um, and I, I hope that changes. I hope that changes for Sifu because again, we've seen where his ceiling is and it's really high and he's just, he's not playing up to that. Uh, and then the other thing, again, with the center backs, we can get to the center backs in a second, but go ahead go ahead and on Sifu. Yeah. I mean, I think part of it too, is obviously those, the, it's going to, his weaknesses are even more glaring because he doesn't play, his style doesn't complement Tillman, right? Mm-hmm. They're kind of doing the same things, right? They, like, but in, in obviously Tillman does it a little bit better, but then because when Tillman does it, you don't get the same cover that Acosta provides, right? Yeah. So if you're going to have, right, when you start in that 4-3-3 with, the, with a single pivot with Ilya in the, in, at the six, what what usually ends up happening is when Tillman takes up the, takes the ball and, and attacks, he's the one who op- was able to operate into the half space, pushes up forward, and so on and so forth. But when that happens, you see Acosta naturally flatten out and provide cover. Mm. You know, like usually, or or Ilya will slide underneath him, you know, where Tillman was vacating, and then you have a, a double pivot that forms naturally when one that guy attached, right? So you have that defensive cover that Trondolo values, right, in terms of being more pragmatic and not necessarily needing to attack with five or six guys, right? Because also the fullbacks are pushing up as well, mm. right? So I think the the pairing of Acosta and Ilya does a much better job of understanding the space and structure as opposed to when it's Sifu and Tillman, they're not nearly as good of finding out how to rebalance the field when the other pushes, right? Acosta just doesn't really need, need doesn't really push nor needs to. Like you were saying, they're happy to play up that side because also that's where Carlos tends to operate as well. Yeah. So there's you have more common opportunity for combination there, and then with Holland said, even more more right. You have Carlos drops in, it, Tillman will play there. If then if Holland's head goes or vice versa or whatever, maybe there's there is understanding there. But then the reason why that's allowed to happen is because Ilya does flatten out underneath it, right? Or more make or not even flatten out. He'll make make sure he's available for an outlet, right? And then you have yeah. Acosta dropping even deeper and underneath it. Right? I mean, so when, I, just... when I yeah, when I hear this, it's basically just like when those three are on the field together, they actually operate as a triangle midfield. Yeah. Right. To to make to create a free third man. Right. To create some sort of structure in the midfield, where again is like Sifu does not keep the ball moving unless it's moving on his foot. Right. Mm-hmm. He, every once in a while, he'll play like a one-touch or a two-touch pass just within the midfield to move to, to move pressure. But like that man does not use the ball to move defenders around. 
in the same way that like that Tillman does or Acosta does. And I think, man, I, I think that really limits what LAFC is able to do in terms of then freeing up forwards on the ball as well. Um, and I mean, he's got a, the other glaring thing from him was, I'm sure everybody's going to know exactly what I'm talking about. The ball goes to Boanga. Marcinkowski runs out to try and close it down and Boanga keeps it. Now, I thought Boanga was going to create a little space and shoot too. He didn't. Gets laid off. Sifu ends up with it. Marcinkowski's still way out of the goal. And Sifu doesn't bother shooting. I don't know if he never had an angle, but he cuts it over to the side once and then cuts it back. And by that time, Marcinkowski's back in the goal and he turns over the ball. Um, This is like... I don't, I don't know. I just don't know what's going on there. And I wish I did. Uh, but yeah, for a hundred reasons, it's, it's not going well when he's on the field. Um, and it's a bummer because again, we know what he's capable of doing. Yeah. I mean, you, you won MLS cup with a guy playing 90 minutes, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, <clears throat> or he played Phil, Phil and he played a bit a lot. He started the game for sure. Right. Um, at the same time, he's also a guy that seems to have forgot what he's best at and then is struggling. You know, again, it's like he hasn't quite figured, like lost the identity that he established with himself before. Again, I think a lot of it has to do with what, you know, maybe this the proposed move that never went through. And then after that move doesn't go through, then Tillman takes his job, right? Because Tillman just yeah. does fit a lot better in the system, right? It doesn't Tillman mean that just Sifu, looks like a proper midfielder to me. Yeah. To me, but I mean, like that Sifu Sifu was playing does play better with Acosta and Ilya, right? Yeah. Because yeah. Ilya and Acosta will cover for him, right? When he makes mm-hmm. his when he when he makes his marauding runs, so you know. But I think one of the things that I noticed, and I, I texted you about that in the middle of the game, was that there were no off ball runs. Period. Occasionally, Dennis was doing it. Right. Occasionally yeah. you'll see him make those runs, but for the most part, the the it was everyone looking to get the ball at feet. Right. Mm. It's like you take a couple steps, try to make yourself available. If it's not there, then you kind of back off. It felt a li- it felt a lot like the teams that had Rodriguez and Vela with Mark Anthony K and Latif. Yeah. Yeah. Right, where it's very, it's very static and predictable. Yeah, they, you know, like, you know, Bogus did, I think, did a fair, a fair job of finding space and opportunity and moving around. I mean, he but was, I, he was clearly creating space because guys kept playing the Maldonado tried to hit him a couple times over the top. Vela kept trying to hit him, and the service that like the service on the switches was just poor from everybody. Yeah. So they could they could rarely find him. Which again, that's usually Acosta and Ilya, right? That are yeah. and when Ilya was able to do it, when he found the the space to do it, it looked good, right? yeah. and they they yeah. can cre- they created opportunities, um, but it just wasn't consistent. And like I said, Vela, yeah. they look tired, they looked a little bit draggy, and you're not going to get that third man, you know, you're not going to get those second and third runs, yeah, when yeah. when you know when you're on tired legs, and then also when people are holding the ball just way too long and not being decisive. So it comes down to that old, that question before is like, why would Carlos fella make the run unless he expects to get the ball? Yeah. 
Yeah, right. And he, I just don't think he ever expected to get the ball cleanly, so he was never going to make the run, yeah. you know, unless Ilya was the one that providing it, right? Because, you know, like, and so, again, if you're at that stage, you're going to, you know, and, and then it, there's just a cascading effect to the indec- indecisiveness. Yeah, yeah. And so that's kind of where you end up again. And again, wasn't, was it our greatest game? No. Was it our worst game? No. You know? Pro- maybe this year, yeah. But... Yeah, we've seen much worse. Uh, let's talk about the center backs. They ran out uh, Aaron Long and Daniel Maldonado because they had to, right? There's nobody else. They called up, what's his, I can't remember the guy's name, uh, from LAFC 2. Um, Noah because, something. Yeah. Nolan Meyer. That's what it is. Nolan Meyer, yeah. Because both uh, Chiellini and Mario are out. So you've got those two, and yikes. <laughs> like bad in, in all phases of the game, the both of them, right? Uh, neither one was very interested in passing the ball. Maldonado would would at least attempt balls through the lines to somebody not playing fullback or not playing holding mid. Um Aaron Long continues to only play the ball sideways or to the six if he is wide open, and that's it. Like he has to have Aaron Long has to be in so much space, and Ilya has to be in so much space that it's essentially no use to pass the ball there anyway. And that's the only time he'll play the ball to the six. Everything else is to the side. You're lucky if you get a ball to a fullback instead of just the and just instead of just his center back partner. Um, and that, that's a problem against a team that is going to sometimes press you and sometimes kind of be in this mid block where they're just daring you to try and pass through the lines, uh, because he's not going to do it. And he's just going to continue to circle the ball through, uh, from fullback to center back, from fullback to center back. And it's just never, it's never going to break pressure ever. Um, just really not good enough from them in possession today. Yeah. I mean, like what, what you didn't have any of those true transition moments because no one was willing to pull the trigger that we've seen that we've seen as of late. And again, I don't know. I mean, we don't know, right. If this was a matter of maybe that's the game plan because you are worried about that, that, that center back partnership not being as strong as it could be, right? Like it's still fairly new, you know, you're trying to learn each other. So maybe, maybe he's just playing, you know, like that, that's what, and we know that the Trenolo is a fair bit more pragmatic, yeah. right? So in that sense, is he asking them maybe just be safe here, you know, be smart, your thing, and then kind of go from there. Um, and then also who was really making themselves available as well, because yeah, we are, you know, Sifu and Tillman were running around in no man's land half the game. Um, Again, and I'm not sure they were really providing themselves as great options for passing either. Yeah, so I mean, when they would play long, for example, like when they'd try and hit a winger, that ball, like LAFC could not win that second ball from San Jose, mm-hmm. right? And so they, they, I mean, they had to change up the way they took their goal kicks too because of this, because they couldn't just keep playing, sending the ball to the forwards because we weren't winning the ball up there. And if it was knocked down <laughs> for a second ball, we wouldn't win that one for sure. Uh, so in the second half, they started doing this thing where they'd have Maldonado stand off to the side 
with the like over the ball and it would almost look like McCarthy was going to take it and then McCarthy would run into the middle and what they're doing is San Jose has like two or three guys up on the 18 so what they're trying to do is just move those guys around a little bit to open up shorter passes so what you'd see is Maldonado would kind of like fake a pass see who's going to move and then see who it was to give like McCarthy a sneak peek of which direction to go I think so like Maldonado would pass and if this Forward on his side step, the ball will go back to Maldonado and then forward to Tillman, which I think is actually like a really clever way yeah. of like, it's kind of like, uh, it's kind of like a hard count in mm-hmm. the NFL, right? Where you're like, all right, here's the linebacker that's coming through. So I got to get the ball on that route, right? Like I appreciate the attempt at a solution to the problem. Yeah, yeah. Right? Because typically it would have been Segura just, you know, remember when it was Romero <laughs> that one year and you just no, had Segura. No, it was, it was Cisniega. Oh, yeah, Cisniega. Cisniega and then you just... couldn't clear the ball long. So <laughs> Segura would do it like in youth soccer. Yeah. So, you know, at least, you know, at least we're not dealing with anything of that, that nature. Right. Yeah, I get yeah. it. And to lose. 2-1 in the game that you were probably, you know, you were probably looking to play for a draw and given the effort, right? Get, Nearly I pulled it off. I yeah. mean, you're, you're, one, you're one horror show tackle away from from doing it. Mm-hmm. Maldonado you know, goes to ground a lot for a center back. Plays that right lot. back. Yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, on, that, on that penalty that uh, Maldonado gives away, I'd have to go back and watch. I felt like Aaron Long didn't come out fast enough to defend that initial cross in. Um, it's probably a little bit harsh on him. Maldonado's got to do better just to come through and win the ball um, instead of essentially scissoring uh, the says legs. So that sounds really bad. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's it's one of these situations where, you know, similar to the midfield, right, where it's just like, your what what normally would be fine now looks a lot less fine because of because of the 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 depth the current depth issues due to injury right because right see that comment like we're saying Sifu Acosta Ilie has looked fine right it's one game yeah. you started yeah. it you started it against you know in several games and you were okay with it um, when Tillman was out um, is it better with Tillman Sifu or Tillman, Ilya Acosta? Absolutely. Yeah. Right? Would Aaron Long look a million times better with Mario there? Yep. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Does does Mario look a million times better when Killian is next to him? Even more so. Yeah. yeah. Right? So, you know, I'll only, it's one of these things where it says I can only be so critical, but also worried about it until it you get until we're getting to like right. we're at CCL final and this is all we got right yep and we also but you know at the same time we got to a cup final and we're like okay what's going to happen and then Sebastian Ibega starts and we're fine and they got through it yeah yeah, yeah. so again um I mean I think Maxime, I think Maxime Cropo breaks his leg as a result of that center back pairing but yeah <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. win. You win the game. <laughs> yeah. You know, like it didn't, didn't. I didn't say it wasn't going to come without without <laughs> without any lumps. But you know, yeah. at the same time, it's like you. I do trust that the adjustment will be made to figure something out. Yeah. yeah. Right. One way or another, it may not be ideal. Right. But 
the one thing that I will say about Trenlo, right, is again, he's been a, a pragmatist in all the right moments, right? right? right. Whereas Bob would have forced them to play a possession style that they're probably not ready for. You know, where Trenlo is okay with him with Long being safe in most of those yeah, moments, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, and probably isn't going to ask him to do anything, which is probably haven't seen it, right? It's more just like, you know, LAC hasn't played that much out of the back this this year no. with the, with no. their with their center backs because when when Acosta and Elieron are generally winning second balls right because of the way that they're set up you know and yeah. when everyone isn't dragging and you you know you have that pairing of Mahala and Vela and and Dennis the press looks okay too and you know yeah. you're going to you're going to find those moments but again I think we're getting caught you know I have to make sure not to get caught up in the moment and you know, and all things considered, just because of what this game really meant was, which is not a whole lot. Yeah. In the no, and I things. think I think they were. I think the point about a draw is good because I think the subs that they make, especially Acosta for Ilié, I thought Acosta for Sifu had to be the the answer, um, or at least the choice. But you know, you're saving Ilié's legs here, very clearly. Um, Vela gets subbed off pretty early. So you're clearly trying to save his legs. Um, yeah, you're trying to get you're trying to get Sifu opportunities to right the ship. Right, right. So you're at that point. You're like, all right, we got this in. We got it taken care of. It's in the bag. Let's take this road point and be and be good with it. Yeah, and you're and, probably not. And at the same time, they're probably making that calculus that, hey, we lose it one. It's not the end of the world either. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Given where they're currently at in the standings, Taos no money, one's that dude. mad about it. House money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I mean, I and I'm fine with that approach. I'm fine with it. Totally understand that approach. Have no qualms about it. Um, it's more, it's more just like the combination, a few combinations that we see that kind of worry me going forward. Yeah, um, it's what is it? It's a concern, not a. You know, it's, a, it's something to be concerned about, but it's not. Going, I'm not. Pan, I'm, I'm. Yeah, I'm like, not going to light my hair on fire right yeah, now. Panic yeah. mode is probably like, or on a scale of one to ten, is like one point five. Yeah, yeah. So other than that, I thought I thought Bogut looked good. Um, he man, he he's only ever going to go to his right. Hopefully, we can turn him into Aryan Robin, where it's like he's only going to go there, but he nobody can stop it, right? And it's end up, you know, LAFC end up scoring off of one of his shots um, from that angle. So uh, hopefully, hopefully, something that we can continue to to see from him. I will say though, do you think it limits Buanga's effect, true effectiveness, if he can't, if Buanga's not able to play off the right as much, or is Bogut's been off I mean, the left? You mean? Yes, but at the same yeah. time, Buanga's turned over the ball quite a bit, trying to do a little bit too much in that space. But his scoring clip has been so high, like you know, like I said being like for me as a Liverpool fan, I'm used to. Salah taking ill-advised shots, but when the man scores twenty goals a, a season, you don't really yeah. care. I think I think Bawanga, if you, I think when he plays on the wing, he's a guy you got to get through. Like you want to you want to play him through because then he's going to be able to get direct to goal and nobody's going to be able to catch him or stop him. I think if you have him in one of those interchanging roles where you're like, okay, we're going to build more methodically to the goal because they're you know they're not they're not going to set their back line as high or something like that. Then you do want to have him more in the middle or in kind of just like a free interpretive role, play the false nine, go off to the wing whenever you want. Let just let him find the ball and and create from wherever he is. 
I do question the 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 idea of him taking corners late in game as you're chasing an equalizer. <laughs> like, get that man in the air. What are you doing? Like, don't have him take corners. That's crazy. But anyway, that's that's super nitpicky. So yeah, I mean, and I wonder at that point if if it's remember the goal he scored like that that where I forget who it was against where they just kind of dropped off and he just hit that banger off the short off the, where they didn't take up the space. Was that Vancouver and CCL? Right. Where he has, he takes the corner and then no one picks him up and he just drives there and just hits a, Oh no, this is, yeah. I, I know the goal you're talking about. I don't remember who it was against though. Yeah. So I think maybe the Dallas game, but anyways, uh, I think you're right. I think yeah, you're if you right, go yeah. back, there's a, there's a point where it's like, no one, like he, he takes the corner and I think they're just looking for he's looking for something to just develop quickly if they don't play if they don't play well, where he's able to like take a quick touch or take a quick corner and then get the ball back to his feet where he can create in space. Yeah. But when that didn't materialize and they dropped in and San Jose had time to drop in, he just whips in the corner. Right. And I think it was yeah. probably, you know, you're looking to get some some kind of trickery there, mm-hmm. but didn't that didn't materialize. So I don't think that's tactical by any means i think it's just more of them trying to find something at the yeah you know find something all right so on the schedule coming up we have monterey bay on tuesday which again is probably something you're saving a little bit for right not that you're totally scared of them but like you probably want to have a stronger lineup out there so you can make sure you advance an open cup so it's probably some of the reason we see some of the rotation um Salt Lake, the following, you know, four days after that, and then Kansas City, and then you got San Jose at home. So it's not the toughest schedule ahead of CCL. You have, uh, like Monterey Bay. What what league do they even play in? USL one, I think. They're not in okay. the top one. The championship. So they're not in the championship. They're they're one they're one below. So you have you have a game that you should win, right? With travel. I imagine they're not even moving. They're probably staying up there. Probably not coming home. For oh, and going straight to RSL. Well, no, I mean in between now and Monterey Bay. It's all chartered flights now, so it's different. Oh, okay. I think in the past, Maybe. when you had to worry about those flight times, because yeah. they came home before that Philly leg yeah, from that's Nashville. True. That's true. You know, because again, because it is charter, they can leave and come as they please. Yeah, I, I think you have less and less of those teams taking that going okay. straight. So yeah, then you got Salt Lake. Salt Lake hasn't been great. They've been okay, and then Kansas City, who's just been abysmal, right? Um, so you're not too worried about what's going to happen. San Jose getting at home after that, um, but you probably you. You do require some rotation. You want to be careful about overextending guys to chase these kind of like bottom feeder teams in MLS. Like there's no sense in injuring Ilya against these four teams because you're going to absolutely need him for Leon, right? Um, So other than that, anything else you want to get to on the schedule or anything before we get into questions? No, I mean, I think it'll be... Yeah, I mean, to me, I want to just see. I think the Monterey game is one of those ones where I I want to see Sifu play a ton. I want to see Buick. Yeah, <clears throat> I want to see guys that just need an extended run to get into form. Yeah, right. Like not necessarily. I you know I, I don't want Buanga to be out. I don't want. I really just don't want to see Buanga, Vela, and Ilié. 
anywhere. Did you see what Bonga said in after the game though? What he's playing every. He told Justin Ruderman that I want to play every three days. This is what I came here for, or something like that. <laughs> yeah, man, he, but he, it's too much. Like sometimes you got to protect the guy from himself. Yeah, you got to protect him from himself. Absolutely. Okay. But yeah, like I, I, these there's a couple of these games. Same thing with RSL to a certain degree, but I think this is the opportunity where you try and just get guys in form, and then yeah, at least for the next week and a half or so, then when you go to that, then you get into then it's a rhythm, right? And it's yeah, it's SKC at home. Get get dialed in, you know. Player, it's everyone playing sixty to seventy five. You know, sixty mm-hmm. to seventy five. Then, you know, you're gonna play your normal thing on against maybe or maybe you go full full you know full strength against SKC, wipe them off the planet. Play sixty sixty to seventy five against um, more ro- slightly more rotated against San Jose, and then get to Leon. Yeah. yeah. And then even in that first Leon game, I can see them parking the bus. Oh yeah, I mean we've seen LAFC do that so far, right? They're they're Especially not above the first half. playing a low block, playing a mid block, playing some sort of four four two defense, and and hitting on the counter. Like we mm-hmm. know how ruthless they can be after they turn over the ball. So there's no sense in not doing that against Leon if if no, I mean honestly, you got like, tired legs or something. Yeah, like the whatever they did against Philly in that first leg is probably similar to what yeah, you yeah. may see, because yeah. again, I think there's something about what Mourinho used to do, especially in these big pressure situations where you just take the air out of the game. Yeah. And make yeah. it flat. And especially then, away. Yeah. Yeah. And then and then all of a sudden you, you pick up an away goal and then, you know, that's it. Yeah. And then sometimes it gets them to push a little, you know, and then just like that Vancouver game, the first half of Vancouver away, Vancouver played fairly well. Wasn't it close? Yeah. Yeah, it was. Right. Or closer than it should have been. And then all of a sudden in the second you just see LAFC pour it on. So yeah. I think it'll be something similar. And then when you get to that home one, then you're going, you know, even then I think they take usually like the first 15 minutes of every game. I'm just like, man, LAFC just, they're, they're just mucking it up for, for a little bit, make it, make it ugly, let them get settled in. And then, then you you see that they're just going to flip a switch. Yeah. Right. Yeah. All right. First one is from Manny. Played like we have CCL in our minds instead of the league. We'll bounce back next week. Yeah, I mean, no doubt. Like Monterey Bay will be a bit of a get-right game, and then RSL. So, not again, nothing too worrisome on the schedule there. Uh, Corey at We Don't Post Ever. Thoughts on the penalty, non-penalty? Sifu was rough today, surprising after he looked good against Philly. Is something going on there tactically, or is it mental? Kind of talked about this, but if you want to take a swing at any of those, yeah, I mean, I think if you're gonna call like the second one, I mean, like if you're gonna call the one I'm all done out on the end, you got to give me the fr- one at the end of the first, because <laughs> yeah, that's definitely a penalty where Mensa takes out Maldonado. Like Maldonado goes up and just gets hammered by Mensa. Yeah. Like with most of these, with most the thing that we always just ask from from MLS refs is just consistency and it's generally what we never get. So, yeah, yeah. you know, you can all, uh, but we can only hope. Right. Yeah. And then as it pertains to seafood, like we touched on this pretty heavily today. Um, but I think, again, and I think that's why you need a game like Monterey where you can let him feature, you know, um, stick Chrysostomo and Duaneus behind him and just let those guys 
you know, blow everything. Dwayne might steal the show against the against the USL one squad. To be honest, yeah, for sure. Or no, they're a championship. So I did I did get that wrong. They are oh, in the okay. USL championship, so they are a little bit better. But yeah, I, I think you you let Sifu try and run the thing with with you know Bogut and Buick, and then try to get those guys hot. Yeah. Know? Because again, I think this is that's their level is still above, should be far above what you're going to see against Monterey, right? So it's just yeah, a matter of yeah. them putting it all together. Yeah, the center back pairing obviously I think is the most concerning thing because you, you don't want to run. It's bad. You, you don't want to run long. You don't want to run his legs out either, right? Yeah. So you go with a Dolan Meyer and and Maldonado situation, or you know. Is Ilya going to play in a back three? I don't know, man. That's uh, I, I Hollingshead. Don't, I don't know. Yeah, throw Hollingshead in there. But then the problem is, then you risk a a good attacking piece. Yeah. If, I mean, again, yeah. you also don't want to play Hollingshead if you don't have to either, right? But he, I mean, he took yeah. that. He's been better. I mean, he's been playing in spurts as of late, right? But since that injury where he took that nasty fall it hasn't yeah. quite been quite up to speed as you know at least as what we would expect yeah i actually thought a back three today would have worked okay because they kept peeling their wingers off of off of the back line and just finding a ton of space on either side of Ilier to operate in and i thought in a back three you might be able to use your wing backs a little more effectively to cover those their wingers at the right spot Problem is you don't have any other center backs, yeah. right? There's nobody to go to, but uh, okay. Uh, Jonathan Evans, not a bad loss. San Jose is a good team. I was optimistic to see how this starting midfield worked today. Not impressed with the effort from Sifu. It's like his mind isn't all the way locked in. Lots of Sifu comments today, Josh. Yeah. I mean, and rightfully so, right? I mean, yeah, he's, like I said, I think, I think the team, the um, coaching staff will do their best to try and put him into a position to succeed. You know, hopefully that's what happens on Tuesday and you get him, you get him hot for the right, you know, again, if, if he's running, when Steve was running hot, he's a, he's a top midfielder in the league, right? He was a yeah. guy that was best 11 caliber at one point and was expected to move to bright, you know, to Brighton or whatever in the yeah, EPL for Brighton. a big move, yeah. you know, for a big, for a big fee, you know, now, Right, he's got to he's got to find he's got to find himself a little bit, but you know, like I have, I'm more confident that this coaching staff will will help him do it than I would be in the previous in the past. Yeah, they'll they'll take what they can from him and let him shine in his own, in his own way rather than mm-hmm. trying to force something on him. Yeah. Okay, Alan Kine, we were do a stinker and we got one. Can we now openly talk about waiting too long to sell Sifu? Tons of talent, zero game IQ, near zero work rate, either doing something brilliant or putting the the opposition on a counter, and ratio isn't even remotely close. Um, yeah, I mean he's he's tough to watch right now. I think uh, I think it is fair to say that they probably should have moved him a little bit earlier. They probably would have got more money. Um, but I'm not entirely sure that was their choice, right? I think yeah. if 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 the rumors were true, right, that Brighton was the spot for him at that point, um, them not selling Caicedo to Arsenal yeah, for yeah. whatever amount, yeah. 
um, made made things a little bit more difficult, right? And often that's what happens in in the transfer market. Sometimes mm-hmm. moves just don't fall through mm-hmm. because the first piece never, you know, the first piece that needed to fall never did, right? It's like, especially with some of these smaller market teams, right? If they're not getting that big influx of a hundred million, they're not going to be able to go out and spend twenty million or thirty million on another player. Not every team is owned by a country. Yeah. You know? Right. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I think, I think Alan's trying to prove a point there with, uh, like zero IQ, zero work rate type of stuff. I mean, that's certainly how it seems today, right? Where it's just like, dude, pick up your head and play the ball, right? Go cover, go win a second ball in the midfield. I think, again, the, the reason everybody's so frustrated with him is because we've all seen how good he can be. Um, so, uh, it's again, you got to almost protect him from his own, from his own self, right? He set the bar pretty high and now it's peeled off from it. But anyway, that's all we got tonight, Josh. We did it. You got anything else? No, I mean, let's, you know, again, as it'll be a, a little bit long, at least it's a short week till the next game, you know, we'll yeah. get to, um, you know, hopefully the team will have the opportunity to write this ship a little bit quicker than we normally would have to yeah, wait. Yeah. So at least they have that. And uh, yeah, you know, like I said, I, I, I do have, you know, again, even in a loss, you know, like this is the luxury of being an LAFC fan at the moment, right? So even in a loss, you can still find the good, right? Versus, you know, there, there's, there's been a time where we weren't, we were not nearly so sunny on, on the possibilities of these things. As early as you know, even as early as last, you know, beginning of last season, we were still yeah, fairly yeah. negative on things. Um, but at the same time, like I said, it's it it is a it is a nice position to be in, where we can you know look positively at things and kind of look at look at today and be like you know, it's it was bound to happen. Glad it happened. Now let's get get the ship right and let's go from there. Um, yeah, and, and again, because usually, right. For teams that are in the same position we are in CCL, even in Seattle, you're already out of playoff contention by now. Yeah, I, I mean they. This is a great run. This is almost an unprecedented run, right? Where you win MLS Cup and the Supporter Shield, and now you're in the CCL final, looking a bit like a favorite. Actually, like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, that really doesn't happen. Um, Josh and I will be at the second leg. We were able to get tickets. Uh, they weren't cheap, but we're going. So we'll be in section 211. Uh, let us know. We'd love to meet you all and celebrate a big time victory on June 4th. Uh, you can follow the show at counterpress underscore. You can tweet at me at Kirk Kinsey, Josh. LAFC Josh on Twitter. All right. We will talk to you all hopefully Tuesday night after the Monterey Bay game. Good night. Good night.